This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey, friendships. Welcome to What Day Is It, a.k.a. your digital version of Happy Hour. I'm Bailey. And I'm Jackie. And we're here to bring you that perfect balance of juicy pop culture gossip mixed with valuable AF conversations to level up your life. Think of us as your digital BFFs, bringing you 100% realness. Yeah, none of that BS. So get ready to laugh, learn, relate, and celebrate not having it all together. P.S. It's not drinking alone if you're listening to What Day Is It. It's like when you sleep with a guy for the first time or like you like, you know, go home with them or whatever. And like, let's say they like, not to get graphic, I hope that's okay. But like, let's say they like (laughs) finger you a certain way, right? Like you're like the last girl you were sleeping with wanted that. Yeah. And that's why you're doing that to me. Like I know that for a fact. Right. And so part of you wants to be like, did Lily like that? (laughs) You know, but like you can't ask that and they don't want to say that. All right, friendships. Welcome back. What day is it? Another week. We are back from the Big Apple. Jackie got her apple cherry popped. Why don't you introduce the guest first? (laughs) (laughs) You mean that wasn't a stellar introduction? (laughs) No, you're scaring our new listeners away who's here to listen to Lindsay. (laughs) Yes, friendships. We have Lindsay Metzler. I really hope I said that right. Metzler on the pod today. She's an amazing podcast called We Met at Acme. She's been in the game forever. She talks a lot about dating relationships and we really dive into that on this podcast episode. But we had like Mercury was just fucking with us when we met with Lindsay, but it all worked out. And I think in the best way possible because we just had the best conversation. Yeah, we talked about what dating in New York City is like, and then we kind of talked a little bit about what dating in Vancouver is like. Um, We talked about topics in relationship that topics in relationships that people avoid but they shouldn't avoid and she had some very important things to say that i had never thought of before we also talked about tips to meet people when you're dating and we played a very fun game of how do you proceed if you guys are longtime listeners of what day is it you have heard us play this game before but Lindsay's responses were very good I must say we also got her to open up about a topic that she said she might not have even really talked about on her podcast and gave her an idea for a full podcast episode so you're welcome Lindsay just kidding um but not we love talking with her but before we let that conversation penetrate your ear holes I always have to go and make it so weird we're gonna just shoot the shit like we always do Jackie's shaking her head at me yes I am well just like a quick little recap of our New York very quick New York trip I feel like I got my toes wet they didn't even go past the toes in the water of New York and what it really is I think when you're from a city like Vancouver you think oh my gosh I live in this city wow I'm such a city girl no New York takes the cake like that city is freaking huge and I think like maybe one twentieth of the city makes up Vancouver and it's insane and no like one 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 (laughs) hundredth yeah it was it was wild I mean I feel like we did so much but I feel like I did nothing at the same time just it just makes me want to go back again we had a blast um the first day what did we do oh my gosh we went to Ruby's we got to New York we took a red eye guys last last thing you heard is I was super nervous about my red eye I did sleep for approximately two hours Bailey, how many hours did you sleep for? Probably about about the same. (laughs) Yeah, we barely slept, but we rallied the first day. We got there, got ready and headed to lunch. We got Ruby's, which is a very like famous 
cafe lunch spot. It's an Australian cafe. Everyone who goes to New York usually stops there and it was super cute. And then we had our first podcast, which Mercury was in retrograde. So Lindsay unfortunately didn't make our scheduled podcast time, which literally no hard feelings because she ended up showing up later. And we it's something recorded. we would also do too. It just sometimes calendar alerts don't go off and things like that. Yes. But it just, and you know what? For a good laugh and a good story now. Yeah. And she ended up coming anyway. So we ended up recording a, a solo podcast, B&J. By ourselves in the studio and then Lindsay came immediately after we recorded and then that night was kind of a whirlwind we went to bar pity per Lindsay's recommendation and I had the best past of my life Jackie honestly I think had like an orgasm while eating it <laughs> it was so good I'll think about that pasta forever and I loved that so we went to other restaurants obviously in New York but bar pity is much more authentic the table was kind of like leaning like to the side, our chairs were like kind of rickety. You could only pay cash. You had to pull out cash from their ATM in the basement. A lot of, I don't know how really to describe it, but if you've been to New York, you'll understand. It's not like there's still sceny restaurants there that are very like aesthetic and like elaborate and just very fancy. But a lot of like the really good authentic spots, they've got like, we're sitting on like red plastic chairs and it's just like, it's not about the glamour. It's truly about like the food and like the drinks and like what you eat there. So it's just interesting, but I love it. Yeah, no, I loved it. And like the food, I mean, as you can hear, I just was obsessed with that pasta. So, and I'll think about it forever and I won't think about the leaning table forever. I just thought it was really funny because Kendall Jenner eats there and stuff too. Apparently like it's a very famous spot. And then we went to see Times Square that day which was really cool because I hadn't seen it before, obviously. I've seen cities similar to it, kind of like in Thailand, in Bangkok. But then we also went to Grand Central Station, which a stunning train station. Like, what the heck even? Like, I, I can't believe it. And then we went to a really cool bar Bailey took me to. Bailey, I don't even know what it's called. Help. Uh, it's called the Campbell Apartment. So Jackie, obviously Gossip Girl, um, had to get her, her Gossip Girl fix. So it was a bar that is kind of like a little hidden. It's not in Grand Central, but it's at Grand Central. And it was a the bar that's in like, I think it's the very first episode of Gossip Girl where Nate and Serena hook up. And it's so cute and pretty. It's very small and intimate. And so, yeah, we just went there for a cocktail. Yeah, it was really cool to be there and like see it IRL. And we met some fun friends that we hung out after with. We went, well, they came up to us and they were super sweet. Like they were not creepy at all. It was just a couple guys and we just like were chatting. They bought us a couple drinks and then we were quizzing them on Canadian geography because this is really funny to me. And I think this idea sparked from my friend Eman. She was in... LA and she said that someone asked if she lived in Alaska when she said she lived in Canada and so I just I don't know I came up with this idea to like ask them questions about Canadian geography and they know knew no answers like none Americans don't we also talk about this on a podcast about how Americans just think about America <laughs> and Canadians think outside of Canada <laughs> Coming to ear holes near you soon. We absolutely rag on Americans not knowing anything about Canada. <laughs> but yeah, that was only day one. Day two, we worked a lot. Um, 
we honestly it just feels like it all blurs together we went to a very exciting taping of watch what happens live we can't share who the guests are because it's not even out yet I think it actually comes out so this is Wednesday the 18th it comes out tomorrow the 19th Thursday so if you want to watch there's like a quick little audience snippet at the end and you can see Jackie's green blazer and I'm sitting behind her I'm in all black so like I'm not that standout but that's us Wait, you think, how do you know we're going to be in it? Because I saw a little, because you can, when they're taping it, you can see the TV of how it's going to air. And there was a little flash to the audience. And I saw. Wow. Our our TV. Jackie's lighting up. She's like, I'm on TV. (laughs) We're on Bravo. We manifested this. I was, well, I was telling my my grandparents about it. And they're like, well, are we going to get to see you? And I was like, no, like. No, you well, won't. Well, I mean, if but, you blink now, no, you won't. <laughs> yeah, just make sure they have <laughs> their eyes taped open. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to screenshot it and send it to them. My head will probably be cut off. You won't even see me. But yeah, we went to a couple of speakeasies, which was really fun. Um, New York is just such a vibe. And if you guys want recommendations, hit up Bailey because I know nothing about it. <laughs> Irish danced in a bar. Um, yeah, Bailey Irish danced, battled with two people. Um, I'd say she won. Maybe she'll let me post some BTS. Yeah, those videos were fine, yeah. I was in a very short skirt, <laughs> so as long as you can't see anything, we're good. We had a blast, though. It was a really quick trip, but I didn't want to get too stuck on the time zone. And I did even feel like I was recovering when I came back. So, Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I went to bed. We got home on what day of the week? Thursday? Like late mm-hmm. at night. Um, I didn't get home. Late at night. Like late at night. She says, Bailey, we got home at like 10, 30, 11. Okay, Jackie, we were on another time zone. It was like one in the morning. Oh, I see. You're saying in New York time. Yeah, because we, th- we had been up I- since. Okay, so yes, late at night on the time zone we were in or a very long day because by our time zone standards, we'd been up since like 3.34 a.m. I thought you were saying that it was late because it was 10.30 p.m. in Vancouver. I was like, okay, I know you're like grandma at heart. but I, I didn't like, get home till midnight late. just to have you know. So <laughs> late, 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 late. That's 3 a.m. that time. I'm putting late in quotations. Bailey's That's 3 a.m. that time. Okay, you know what? Shh. <laughs> um, I don't even know where I was going with the story. <laughs> very defensive about your time oh i was gonna say the next day the friday i went to bed at 3 p.m <laughs> what i was so tired dude i woke up at around 6 30 i had something to eat i was maybe up for like an hour and then i fell back asleep i slept for like probably like 20 hours my body was toast oh my goodness i didn't i went out on friday night yeah i don't have that in me yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I didn't, like, let myself get on that time zone. I don't know, because it was such a quick trip. I don't know. I was very tired, though. Like, I did, for example, on Saturday and Sunday, I napped during the day. And then I still fell asleep early. Like, I went to bed at, well, 12 for me is early on Saturday. I went to bed at 12 on Saturday. Like, that's early for a Saturday for me. Jesus, what's what time do you normally go to bed on a Saturday? Late. Like well what's late extra late in bailey's in bailey's words no in jackie's terminology like, what is late like 1 30 onward a.m onward like i do not go to bed How before 12 30 early but an hour difference is late 
That seems like a small gap wait, to be early. I didn't and late. say tw- we're having an argument because I didn't say twelve thirty was late. I said twelve. No, you said twelve thirty was early. Words. Yeah, twelve. No, twelve is early, not twelve thirty. Twelve is like if you go to bed. <laughs> the difference at 12, half an hour makes. If you go to bed at twelve, like you're you're getting a good sleep. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> we need to do a poll. Like I want to know what everyone's bedtime is i think an early bedtime is before 10 o'clock i think an average bedtime is uh. between 10 and 11 30 <laughs> and then i think a late bedtime is anything after 11 30 that's my definition we need to do a poll if people believe in this theory because i'm shocked okay. before 10 o'clock is like what time children go to bed i call that an early bedtime i definitely have gone to bed at like 9 30 10 before and i call that an early bedtime i think anything you between like 10 this? and 11 30 is average were you always like this or did this just come in your late 20s nope i've always been like this okay well there's two types of people for sure okay okay i also will say this though you used to be a server and that probably does affect your bedtime versus someone who's never worked like I used to work a lot of early jobs like five o'clock start times so that could have like something right. that's, but I even before I started working in the service industry I always was a night owl like since I was a kid so but I still get up early well I'm not a bar star so you know what whatever okay she just brings out the bar star whenever she feels backed into a corner just okay you're a bar star that's an insult for me i'm a productive morning routine wellness person <laughs> no i'm not just kidding my morning routine has been so off i haven't been consistent at all and i really need to get back on it well we also were traveling <laughs> no i mean just in the last couple months i don't want to use the excuse that i was traveling because i haven't written in my journal in so long yeah i haven't either to be totally honest i really resort to reality tv and coffee should we challenge ourselves to start tomorrow no i don't do challenges <laughs> because then when i don't do them i feel like a failure i just know myself too much it's a trigger for me okay but that's i fair. will say i just i do write in it when i like feel called to do it or like if i'm having a bad day but i definitely don't do it as routinely as i used to that's okay I want to start again. Then well, start. we'll see if I do. Yeah, we'll see. All right. All right. Let's get to the episode. People are sick of hearing us shoot the shit. You guys, I hope you enjoy this episode with Lindsay. I feel like it was a really good conversation. I think I said it in this episode, but if I didn't, a lot of the times recently, I feel like we've talked a lot about friendship. So this episode, we wanted to talk about relationships and dating. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Let us know what you think. Go follow Lindsay, listen to her podcast because she's amazing. Enjoy the episode of Friendships. Okay, let's get into it. We are really excited to chat with you, Lindsay. Thank you for being here. Thank we always start you. with a fun little icebreaker. So we want to know, we're in New York. We're going to do a fuck, Mary kill New York style. Yes. So Soho, West Village, Upper East Side. Ooh, that's so hard. Okay. Um, I would... Oof. Fuck, this is so hard. <laughs> okay, I am going to... This is controversial. It Ooh, really is. I love that. But I'm going to kill the West Village. Okay, because everybody seems to love it. Mm-hmm. It's very like TikTok, Pinterest, yeah. like buzzy, but... 
ultimately it's just like not long term like it's a place that like you get a magnolia cupcake but like then what you know like you have a nice meal but then what like it's just it's a it's a fun place but i don't if i have to choose between the three i'd say i would say that i'm fucking soho because it's just like hot like everything yes. about soho is sexy and I'm marrying the Upper East Side because I feel like I can raise a family there and like truly actually marry it. And there's like great restaurants, great schools. So like I'm getting married to the Upper East Side. It's great logic. These are very good reasons. Yeah. I've Thank actually you. never been to any of these places. Stop. This, this is her time first time. No. So we're fucking what again? So we are fucking Soho. Okay. okay we're okay. fucking Soho. So we're going tomorrow. tomorrow. We're killing West Village. Are we going to West Village? We'll go. We'll get you the have, one. Yeah. We'll get the one thing. It's but then we're out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's dead to me, you guys. No. <laughs> we'll go no, for the no. funeral. You and have then we'll to bounce. do it all. You have to do it all. But um, I can't believe this is a, your first time here. I know. I feel like I need to like take you around. I mean, not that I'm like an like the New York. <laughs> Who you know, needs whatever, the tour but... buses? We've got Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna ask you for dinner recommendations. Oh, of course, yes. of course, and places to go out. Yes, yes. Okay, so we want to know how you met your current partner. Yes. Please spill the tea on all of it, and obviously, you talk a lot about relationships. So, what tactics did you put in place? When you started dating, what tactics Tactics, did I not? What tactics (laughs) did I not put in place? Um, So we actually met when we were 25. He, I had heard, I've been hearing his name. I had been hearing it for like years because I went to college with one of his best friends from high school. So she had like been dropping, like, oh my, it's Stephen Green, Stephen Green. And so I knew his name. And then when I was 25, I went to my boyfriend at the Times co-worker's birthday okay tell me if you're following oh yes and steven was there and so i met him then in person but again i'm there because of my boyfriend at the time then years later um when we were 29 we ran into each other on new year's um and i was still in in a relationship a different boyfriend but still in a relationship um and so we but this time when we met there was something different like there was just like a vibe and i was like my relationship had past expiration date but you know how we get like in relationships i was like not ending it anytime soon because because why would i yeah because that's just what girls do sometimes Mm -hmm. and eventually broke up with that partner and then reached out to steven and was like hey Let's go out. I'm single now. I so love that's it. So you made the happened. first move. I made the first move. And I get so much shit for this because I have like rules for dating. And everyone's like, how, why should I listen to her? She broke her own rules. <laughs> I think you can make the first move. I think making the first move is totally fine. You just have to then like wait for them to reciprocate. Yeah. You can't be like the one chasing all the time. There's right. got to be the dance, I guess. Exactly. Did you know Stephen was like it when you were dating this other person? Um, I had like weird juju feelings around it. I, I was with that night that we ran into each other on New Year's. I was with one of my besties and he turned to me and he was like, "Mm, I feel like husband. And I was like, oh, same. But like in my head, I was like, I love him on paper but i don't know his personality right so i was like if his personality is as good as he is on paper which is annoyingly good to the point where like my parents would be too happy and like (laughs) you know you don't want to make your parents too happy (laughs) then i was like it's a done deal but we'll see i love that okay wait i want to talk about some of your dating rules so what is the one that people said you broke making the first move so 
people don't realize that that's actually in the rules is something you can do. I broke the rule of making the second move. Oh, okay. But the only reason that I broke it and justified it and would justify it for a listener or a follower of the rules is because I knew that he was into me. Like I was confident in it. I wasn't just like, oh, maybe like he'll like me and like this will make him like me. It wasn't about that. I was like, he's already into me. So I, it it won't like, nothing will change if I do this. Okay. How do you, how would you say, what are the top telltale signs that someone's into then from your rule book? Well, he like flat out said it. Um, But pretty clear. (laughs) but, But I would say, I mean, are we talking like before you've hooked up or like while like the early stages of dating? Early stages. Early stages, mm-hmm. yeah. I would say they've brought you up to like their friends and or family oh, for that's sure. A good sign. Um yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you're like hanging with them and they answer the call and they're like, I'm at Bailey's or like, you know, mm-hmm. instead of like, I'm with a friend. Right. Um and they are always like consistent with trying to make the next plan to see you. And they, I mean, you just like can tell because they're making the effort. Like they text you every day. It's not vague. It's it's, it it's not. It's yeah. specific. And like if you set a boundary, they respect it and they like you even more and all of those things. Yeah, we literally were just talking about in the podcast that we mm-hmm. recorded that a green flag is consistent with plans. Totally. And making an effort. What's dating like in New York? Dating in New York is tough. I feel like there's so many options here, even more. You guys are from L.A.? Vancouver. Oh, even cooler. (laughs) Way cooler. Um, I love that. I've never been to Vancouver, so we're going to have to do a swap. You need to come. But... I'm so curious to know what dating is like in Vancouver. Shit. So we're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> the worst. Really? Yeah. The ratio is four women to one man. And you either like know everyone from high school, your friends have either hooked up with them or they don't own a car or <laughs> they're like the realtor who no. always checks the reflection in the mirror. Those are like the no. four types of guys. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, if that's true, then maybe dating in New York is better than Vancouver, but it's I still it hard is. because there's just so many options. There's so mm-hmm. many beautiful women. Like there's so many like of the same like finance bro, you know, like it's a lot of, it's a lot of guys feeling like they can like find the next best thing but i will say like i i had a great experience dating in new york it's it's all about your mindset i feel like when you're dating anywhere really yeah i've heard i have a friend who lives here and i've heard that it's nice in the way that you don't always beat around the bush in new york like with dating like you don't talk for two weeks and then finally make a date like you go for a drink you see if you like someone if not you move on exactly so i mean i could get behind that do you feel like you can get to know someone properly in one quick drink though I feel like the thing about New Yorkers and dating, it's like we have no time to spare. Like we're all about we're all about like go, 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 like let's go, let's go. And so for New Yorkers, it's like great to be able to have that like 30 minute drink before yeah. you do X, Y, and Z. And like you do get to know, like if you're a fast talking New Yorker, like you do kind of get a feel of someone in that 30 minutes. I feel like I would get the sense of if I was interested in spending right. more time in getting to know them kind of thing, like an energy exchange, like do I vibe with this person? Can they hold a conversation? Like just the basics to see if I want to actually take more time right. out of my day to like do a full dinner or something. Yeah, exactly. And like, I don't feel like they deserve a full like night before you really know them. It's better to do like the quickie. 
That's yes. fair. We love a quickie. I didn't really realize <laughs> that New York was different in that way. Okay, so we want to talk about what topics do you find people avoid discussing, in your opinion, in relationships? Because you have your podcast, obviously, mm, and you yeah. talk a lot about what people kind of maybe shy away from. So I'm curious, what are the most common topics that you find people really don't want to talk about or get into? Mm. The first one that comes to mind, because I feel like someone asked recently, is like people's sexual history. Mm. Like that is, to me, none of anyone's business. But at the same time, like you want to know what your partner was like before they met you. And so it's really like a sensitive subject because like I I don't want to know the – well, I want to know everything about my partner, but – See, I don't want to know body count. I, no, like, I, I don't, don't want to know body count. Yeah. But I want to know who he slept with that I know. Oh, that's for fair. sure, yeah. Because like I don't want to be the dumb girl that's like, making besties yeah. with the girl who like went down on my boyfriend like <laughs> – Agreed. seven times <laughs> and you know what they're usually the ones who cling to you too because they right. know yeah exactly know, and they're your best buddy exactly i actually had a situation like that recently i like i'm like nervous to talk about it not that she would hear this but like i like a girl was like making buddy buddy with me at, at like we'll say an event because mm-hmm. i don't want to say what it actually was and i like fell i fell for her i was like she's so cute like i love this girl i want to set her up like i went home and I was at dinner with my husband and I was like, I met this girl today. She is so gorgeous. She's so fun. Like, we need to set her up with one of your single friends. Like, he's like, tell me more. Like, what's her name? Like, I'm like, this is her. He's like, we hooked up. I'm like, <laughs> you're you. lying. Did she know that he was? For like, sure okay. she knew. <laughs> she I was shocked. I was like, wow, uh, you literally had me serving you on a platter to my husband. I don't know if I'd have the balls to do that if I was in her shoes. No. It was pretty wild. I would be, I'd feel so betrayed. Like it was, I thought that we had something, yeah. this girl and I. Like I thought she actually was interested in me, not in like the whatever voodoo shit she was like. <laughs> um, but other topics that are off limits or that people don't like talking about. I feel like people don't I like guys from my experience don't necessarily open up about like their family stuff right away, mm-hmm. like their traumas and things like that. Like I dated someone whose parents had gotten divorced recently ish and he would not talk about it. So like things like that, that like are trigger points for them, especially if it's a guy that's not in therapy, probably not going to talk about something like that. Um, and, they obviously they don't like the conversations of like what are we and like when are we moving in together like because I think they want to come up with that themselves or they need a nudge like there's that two yeah. kinds of guys yeah I, I agree I also think making it a question is so much more pressure where you just say what you want exactly and then you have to be okay with it either mm-hmm. way but I think it changes the conversation a bit in a more positive way definitely (laughs) definitely wait i wanted to go back because you said you don't you feel like they don't talk about their sex life as like are you just talking about who they've slept with before are there other things you feel like need to be addressed that people don't talk about no i think i mean there's so much like to unpack there it's like you it's like when you sleep with a guy for the first time or like you like you know go home with them or whatever and like let's say they like not to get graphic I hope that's okay but like let's say they like (laughs) finger you a certain way right like you're like the last girl you were sleeping with wanted that yeah and that's why you're doing that to me like I know that for a fact right and so part of you wants to be like did Lily like that you know (laughs) 
but like you can't ask that and they don't want to say that so it's like little things like that that like obviously they're not going to talk about those things which is fine Mm -hmm. and like normal um i think it's just like it's a fine line to talk about like you know what sexual things like maybe they've done in the past or things that they're into maybe they're embarrassed maybe they have a fetish like fetishes come up a lot mm-hmm. on we met at acme because i feel like people are reaching out being like my boyfriend wants to hear in detail the people i've slept with not because he cares because it literally turns him on is that normal and i'm like it's a fetish like right and so like things like that like you know, maybe they're embarrassed of their sexual fantasy and stuff. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. Needs to be talked about more. There is so much to unpack there for sure. Um, what would you say are three tips to meet more people if you're single? I feel like we're on my TikTok with three tips to meet <laughs> this people. May have been inspired by some series. <laughs> um, the first is be a yes girl, like a yes and what you know. Um, I feel like I'm gonna we, tell you, Lindsay. I once was a yes girl, and it led me to a volleyball practice. And didn't no, well, so. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe you have a story out of it, and oh, that's, that is that's true. something. That is true. We've had a whole podcast of that. <laughs> that. I need to listen to that. But being a yes girl, like saying yes to the date where you're like, oh, he's only five nine. Like go mm-hmm. on the date, you know, meet the people, go to the party, and then two is like, not like having no expectations when dating because that's when you have to be kind of pleasantly surprised because you're going in expecting nothing, expecting to make a new friend at the very least, right? And then I would say the third tip for when you're single um, is being active on the dating apps. I mean, like, they're such a good resource for us. If let's say like you're doing the dating apps in Vancouver and like there's nothing happening, like put the next town over in, oh, you know, whatever you have to I'm do. I'm in New York right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. On the flip side, what are three things that people who are in relationships often overlook within their relationship and mm. then kind of let it slide? So good. Um, I would say the first is like wanting your partner to win. Like sometimes people like will test their partners or like they'll, you know, like they'll just assume the worst or they'll revert back to this like toxic mentality from a past relationship and and like expect their partner to disappoint them, whatever. Like if you want your partner to win and you set them up to win, like the best example of this is like you're going to Mother's Day with your mom. And, like, you remind your partner, like, grab flowers. Like, she'll love that. Like, Mm -hmm. as opposed to, like, they don't bring flowers and you're like, you didn't bring flowers. You obviously don't care about my family. Like, whatever, you know. Like, set them up to win. Um, Number two, I think just, like, speak to them the way that you would, like, a best friend. Like, we – and I'm so guilty of this. I will treat my partner like I treat my mom sometimes. And, like, I should should be treating both of them amazingly – but I can find myself like taking both of them for granted. Sometimes I don't know what it is. It's like this weird thing that I do. And I'm like, why am I so nice to my best friend, putting her up on a pedestal, like hyping her up and like sometimes like taking shit out on my boyfriend when I should be hyping him up, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I think the third is like realizing that the best um, closeness comes like after a fight. So like looking at a fight, or like a disagreement to bring you closer together as opposed to like 
I'm done. We had one fight. Like it's all in the resolution and kind of how you resolve it. And it should make you stronger. And so like if it's not, why? That's one thing that I've started to get better at as I'm getting older because it definitely would send me in a spiral when I used to fight with my partner and it was automatic. Like, this is ending. Same. This is forever and done now. Like, we can't go back. But now, like, in arguments, I just have to remind myself, like, this is normal. People fight and you guys are going to get over it and we're going to move on. It's just, I feel like you get it when you get older. Yeah. And if you don't fight, like, something's wrong with your relationship, I would say. Fights in a way create growth. Because they yeah. challenge you and bring definitely even in through. friendships, even yeah. in like you know your relationship with your parents and your siblings. When are your birthdays, by the way? I mean, we love astrology. <laughs> um, I'm a Leo. I'm July 26. Love. What do you think I am? Like part of me gets a Scorpio vibe. Oh. Um, part of me gets a Taurus vibe. Taurus is in my chart. So okay. I'm a Cancer. Oh, I love Taurus Moon Virgo Rising. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Leo Sun Scorpio Rising Libra Moon. What are love you? that. Love that. I the reason I said Scorpio is because your eyes are like Scorpio right now. Like they're like they, they have totally like a soul. Yeah, you know. Like you I know. I just can't explain it. Nice. Um, I'm a Libra Sun, a uh, Capricorn Moon, and a Virgo Rising. There was someone Ooh. else. Did, were you Virgo Rising or did I? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 I feel like we interview so many Libras. Wait, no, Leos. Leos. Sorry, sorry, Leos. I love Leos. <laughs> yeah, the Leos. I love Libras too. That's really sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Libras like to be liked. <laughs> Libras do. <laughs> um, okay, we are going to play a little game with you called How Would You Proceed? So we're going to give you some scenarios and we want to know what your advice would be or what you would do in that situation. I love that. So you go on a first date and things are going really well. You've been trying to plan a second date, but schedules aren't lining up. Conversation and banter has been great, but slowly starts to fizzle. And the person you're talking to hasn't made a plan. What do you do? Mm, Okay. I'm so glad you asked this because I just talked about this. I Are we talking to this person on a dating app or via text? Uh, via text you went on one date it was great so you've had okay. that initial like meet you want to hang out like they've said that but you just haven't had the schedule lining up and then it starts to fizzle and they're they haven't reached out again okay well if i'm following the rules which is like my gut instinct to like protect myself i'm not saying anything and i'm being like if they wanted to they would but if i want to be bold and risk it all um which I usually don't, to be honest with you. But like, if if I know they like me, if I really, if I was like, they definitely liked me, then I'd be like, you need to stop blowing up my phone. Or like some sort of sarcastic like, sarcastic joke that's like, that's good. I, like you, if you ask me out one more time, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you to stop that is because such it's, a good it's enough. It's enough already. Or like, um, something like that because it has to be lighthearted and has to be like not like you didn't ask me out and I'm so upset and you know like because that's not gonna and it leaves room for them to have like a funny witty kind of response back right and you still get your answer right because if like if you're saying something funny and they're like haha like you're right like just work has been so crazy then you have your answer they're not interested Mm -hmm. but if they are interested then they'll be like Oh my God, you called it. Like, you called me out hard. Like, what are you doing Wednesday night or something? Whatever. Yeah. I, Great uh, advice. I think sometimes girls 
specifically girls get scared to like go for what they want in that situation exactly but i feel like sometimes you know when you have like the one foot in like you said if you know they like you a little bit it's okay yeah. to make that quick and, move. i right. think there's also a difference between pursuing something and chasing it pursuing yeah. is sending that one text chasing it is sending follow-ups yeah so exactly. like just yeah send the one ghosting is also an answer yeah. so exactly yeah <laughs> okay your partner of one year starts sharing out of nowhere that they want to move across the country within the next year. How do you proceed? Um, why do they want to move? Do we know? Say they got a, maybe a potential job opportunity. Okay. I chose a year because I feel like that's like fresh into a relationship, but not too mm-hmm. fresh that you would kind of have to make a decision. I feel like it's all about the communication around this for me. Like if they were just like, hey, babe, like I'm moving. Like I'd be like, okay, we're done. But if they considered me and they were like, I have this opportunity and I'm thinking about moving across the country, like it's so crazy. I would never ask you to move with me because I just don't feel like that's fair for you. But like, here's how I feel. Here's what I'm thinking. Hold on. We are putting this on do not disturb. No, it's all good. <laughs> um, here's, you know, how I feel. Here's what I'm thinking about doing. Um, what are your thoughts? Just like ask me, not for permission, but like what, how I'm feeling about it, you know? And maybe I'll be like, you know, I actually am not feeling the vibe of Vancouver. I would love to move to New York. It's a um, rude. It's okay. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they would have to ask for sure. But what if they just said like no communication? They just said I'm, I didn't ask. I'm moving. Yeah, then you, I'd be like, done. Oh. wasn't meant to be then for mm-hmm. us because Fair. you just like were ready like that. Yeah. You know, you didn't even have to like ruminate about it. Like it's an out kind of. Yeah. 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 All right, next one. Your close friend gets really drunk and hooks up with your sibling and doesn't tell you. You find out through a friend. I so this is easy for me to answer because I have a sister. So I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> like, join the family. You know, like I'm. I'd imagine like if I had a brother. I don't know. Do you guys have brothers? I do. Yeah. Like I'd be like, that's fucked up. But I don't know because as it ha- because I have a sister. I'm like that sounds awesome. Right. You know, like woo a bestie who's my sister in law. What do you think? It would probably depend on the person. Right. And if they were a good person. But like, yeah. what is it to you? Like, genuinely, I'm curious. Like, why would you care? Good question. If I knew they were like a shitty I think for me, pers- it wouldn't be like the, that they hooked up. I think it would be the not telling me. Like, why wouldn't you tell me? But this is why. Because of this reaction. I guess it's true. I just, if I knew that they were going to like hurt my sibling. Because I have two sisters yeah. and right. a brother. If I knew they were kind of like a player and then they did mm. it and then like didn't tell me, then I'd be hurt. Mm-hmm. But what, so you wouldn't be worried about your brother hurting them? Mm. Well, no. <laughs> He's an <laughs> angel. No, I actually, I don't really know. I don't really know. Yeah. I mean, if they're a player, then no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like if, if my brother and them are a player, no. But if they're like a nice person and my brother is a player, then yeah, I'd still be mad at my brother. Right. I think if there's like funny business going on between it, but if it's like 
good vibes all around. Right. Like, does it change if they're older and like ready for marriage and like that's why they're hooking up, you know? I I would feel a little bit weird because my brother is turning 19. So if one of my friends and I'm 25 turning 26, <laughs> yeah. if I had friends. You'd be like, I'm taking you to jail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be uncomfy. Or, But I also, it's funny that you say that about your sister because my sister's turning 20, my younger sister. I'd be upset if one of my guy friends sucked up with her. Oh. Mm. Well, so... My sister's older, so I again I'd be like, go off, bitch. <laughs> and know? I have an older sister, and, um, and I don't think they'd care. You're right. It's I guess it's interesting. Yeah, yeah I guess situational. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. But I but I hear you. I, I guess like I never really thought about that because my sister has been with her husband forever. So like I never found myself in those situations. There's only actually one guy that my sister and I have both kissed, mm-hmm. but even then I'm like. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> do you think know. she'd be protective of you i think well what's funny is so she's older and i and she went to she went to prom with this guy and then like years later like maybe like four or five years ago i hooked up with him and she like was not not that she wasn't protective but she was like okay like that'd be so fun like she, you know she <laughs> Maybe because it depends on the guy. Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. It depends on the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna I have, go. I'm oh. gonna give one more. Okay. Just kind okay. of inspired by something you said comes up a lot. So, your partner, you have a fetish that you want to try, and you share it with your partner, but they're not open to it. How would you proceed? Why aren't they open to it? They're. They just kind of aren't open to exploring something. They're shy. Yeah. Like, they're just unsure. Like, maybe it's just a little... I'm trying to think of, like, a, a fetish. A foot fetish? Make easy. It's like <laughs> sure. Let's say it's a foot fetish. Maybe they're super insecure about their toes, but... And they, they just haven't tried it before, so yeah. they're... Let's say they're not, not open to it. They're just very reserved mm. and unsure of proceeding. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be disappointed for sure but i would try to understand and ask them what i could do to make them feel more comfortable exploring even just a part of this fetish in a way like to be transparent um i do have a fetish and i told i don't know if i've ever even talked about this on my podcast we're getting the tea i love you're getting the tea and i told my husband about it very early on and he was not only on board but he like on one of our dates like did something that he knew was like part of my fetish and um however like my fetish is easy to partake in and not as like outlandish as maybe another fetish might seem so it was okay i think but I've had I actually I had a friend who was dating a guy with a fetish and it was like kind of like Christian Grey but without like it being sexy it was like kind of scary Mm, and she was like I'm not down with that and ultimately it wasn't a match between them and I think that part of that had to do with the fetish because not because he wasn't fulfilled because she was just put off by the fact that you know I think fetishes can be really intimidating to partners because they think like, if I can't do this for them, then they won't feel complete with me. And then 
you know, it's like, it's like, why can't I just be enough? Like normal love, like missionary, like why can't that be enough, you know? And so I think ideally in a fetish situation, like your partner is not only on board, but like enthused to do the fetish with you. And I think, and it's such a really good question. I actually want to do a poll question about it. Like if you can't fulfill the fetish, I I would worry that like my partner would step out to like be with someone who can fetish with him. Have you done a whole episode on fetishes? No. You should because I feel like there's so much to, to unpack mm-hmm. here. We've done one about like um, BDSM, but not fetishes. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people probably are just initially very shocked or like overwhelmed by the thought of it. But I feel like eventually like maybe you warm up to it like you're people try new things all the time with sex and so i feel like maybe a fetish is one of those things depending on obviously everybody has different capacities and thresholds when it comes to things like that but um i i would listen to a whole podcast uh, oh 100 yeah. listen because i feel like sometimes they're alarming to share and people are like yeah yeah they don't really talk about them right and then you hear people say it and you're like whoa i've actually had those thoughts too Wow. And like I'm normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, stay tuned for my fetish <laughs> okay, episode inspired by you guys. <laughs> All right. We have one last question we always ask. Yes. What is a current obsession of yours right now? It can be a podcast, a snack, a movie, a TV show, something you're just absolutely Your fetish, with. anything. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm obsessed with roasted chickpeas. It's so basic. Interesting. I really don't like those. Wait, <laughs> I, I love, promise you, you would love my roasted chickpeas. Okay. 